It's funny when you discover a sport like pickleball and you find that hardly anybody is playing the game where you live. Now, that's what happened with Venice Chan, who is over in Hong Kong in Asia. And she's had to do some crazy things to be able to play pickleball, including being in a tournament and competing against the men because there weren't really any high-level women. So we're going to go over what's going on with Venice and pickleball in Asia in this episode. Let's get to the intro. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I'd like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, Venice Chan. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. Now you're over in Hong Kong, so I expect it's uh, pretty late over there right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, 11 p.m. at night. Well, I really do appreciate you jumping on. And, uh, you know, pickleball is just really growing throughout the world and internationally. So I wanted to have a chance to talk to you about what's going on in Hong Kong and Asia. But before we get into that, go ahead, tell me a little bit about how you first heard about pickleball and how long ago that was and how you started playing. Basically, heard about pickleball is is through Irina. Tereshenko. She's she's one of the top players, obviously. It was like, I think two years ago, she came to my wedding in Bali, Indonesia, and she started showing me all the, about talk about all about pickleball. And I I got like, I was hooked ever since. (laughs) So that's how I, I started playing with, she introduced me to some people in Hong Kong that plays. And then, yeah. And then I, from there on, I, I start, I played once in a while, but not too much. But, and then I, I went to my first tournament in Thailand, which is like around last year, beginning early last year. And, 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 and that's, that's basically how I got started. Yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like if Irina went to your wedding, you must've known her prior to pickleball then. Oh yes, I was I was a tennis player previously, and I played for the University of Washington at that time. Irina was the assistant volunteer assistant coach for the team, and I've known her for like like a decade, just almost. Yeah. Now I understand that you played not only in college, but you also played on the pro tour for tennis, didn't you? Yes, I, I represent Hong Kong and and played in in the. Professionally, I did play two years. I mean, previously, I also played some ITF, so the World Juniors and World Junior Tournaments and also on the pro circuit. Yep. And then, so what was it like, you know, changing over from tennis to pickleball for you? And, and did you have like a kind of a gap in between? Did you stop playing tennis at some point? Yes. I. So I, my, like I, re- I guess you can say at the word retired, I retired from tennis and 2014 so that that's been a gap because I started pickleball maybe like in just in 2020 and I maybe one year a bit more than one year I I worked in the finance industry for a period and on and off I, I do still you know try to keep my fitness level so I've been just going running teaching tennis a bit but mainly focusing on my full time so that that's the gap there and to answer your question, how I feel going from tennis to pickleball, I think that as as you can see, most 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 tennis player, especially if they have been quite a good tennis player, they're pretty much easy to transfer. To I mean, there's some skills, it's transferable skills to pickleball, 
But at the same time, at, at first, when I started, I find it very hard to, you know, get used to the scoring system. And then the court is smaller and, and it's, it's basically a different feeling, you know, with all the kitchen line rule. So it, I, I got some time to get used. But other than that, it's, 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 it's very much for me, it, it's very, it's, it's just very natural to transit to play pickleball. Now, you had mentioned that Irina connected you to some players in Hong Kong. I mean, what were those were, the, were those players at a, a pretty high level when you first uh, started playing? No, because as you know, that Asia probably just started playing and all the best players are in the States. I mean, Hong Kong at that time, maybe one year ago, they, we just, they, they have different pickleball groups in Hong Kong and, and they're, they just started. I mean, the level is not obviously not as good. As, as the states so the reason why she connected me is because before going to bali to my wedding she actually transited in hong kong and so we were playing pickleball in hong kong and she i think she she's nice to play with the some groups in hong kong which she previously met them or had connection with and and obviously i i understand that you know arena of course she would want to have much more exposure in in asia especially as She's very well known in, in the U.S. So if 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 we if there's something starting in Asia, it it would be great for her and and I mean her 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 career. So that's how I I met the people in Hong Kong and I started to understand how how you know the different pickleball groups work together and and play social games. Right, and then I understand. I think it was fairly recently, wasn't that you? There was the first tournament held in Hong Kong. Yes, I I organized a tournament, but then I only started a men's singles event. So that was a few months ago, but because due to COVID, it, it was, well, supposing the tournament was in 2020, but it got delayed for a year. And uh, I am, I went to, the, I recently went to the US for a few pickleball tournaments. So what, since I'm, I'm back here now in Hong Kong, I'm going to organize the remaining doubles and mixed doubles events in September. All right. So that sounds like it's coming up soon. And that, that's the tournament that you're hosting that we had talked a little bit about before the podcast. But let's since you mentioned the U.S., tell me about what your experience has been like, you know, playing since I, I think I saw that was also fairly recent over the summer, maybe. Oh, it was actually just the last two weeks <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm in a hotel in Hong Kong. I'm, I'm, I have to quarantine for seven days and I'm in quarantine right now. <laughs> So last two weeks, I went to LA to play the Takaya Showcase, and then to Denver, playing yeah, playing the Rocky Mountains tournament. I was supposed to also go to Utah this week, but then because there's some last-minute Hong Kong government regulation changes, if I were to make it, then I would need to quarantine for 21 days, and that's too long for me. So I decided to come back. So uh, the last two weeks, I mean the last two weeks tournament was was great i it's my first time basically playing in a real pickleball court because there we don't in hong kong there is no real painted like pickleball court we just use badminton court or like tennis court and, and tape lines to it so it's, it's a 
great experience. And Irina, you know, introduced me to all the like the pro players. She she is the one who to- who told me um, to play pro level. Although I was hesitating, I was like, oh, I haven't played any tournaments. Should I start like playing you no know, 4.0 or 5.0 at least? But Irina really encouraged me and asked me to play with the best and compete with the best. So in order to have the most, get the most out of the experience. So that's what I did. And I mean, it's just amazing to see how all the good players play. I, I understand that they're playing every week and maybe not every, if not every day. Yeah, it's totally a different game. And especially what I learned is that singles and doubles is very different. I mean, as, as a tennis player, it's it's more easy for me to trans, transit in, in, in singles because, you know, I have the whole court and I can just hit and, and come to the kitchen line and but then doubles it, it's a bit different because I need to I need to be very good at thinking and I think I need I really need a lot of practice and I I, I was very lucky because I, I have great partners in this tournament suppose I was part I was going to partner arena in the last tournament tournament but because that didn't happen but then in the first two tournaments I, I partnered with like Sarah Ensbury, Kyle Yates I mean they're great players and they gave me a lot of they gave me a lot of tips and, and, you know, I was a bit nervous because this first time playing. So it's more about observation, I, I would say, for the, for the last two weeks. Yep. Well, you did get some great partners with both Sarah and Kyle. I've uh, actually interviewed them both for the podcast. And not only are they great players, but they're uh, great people, too. So, yeah. So tell me, you know, you said, you know, it, it was kind of, you know, observation time for you. You mentioned that one of the things you need know you need to work on more is is dinking. What are some of the other things that you learned about that you know you'll need to work on going forward? The reaction, because in tennis the court is is much further away, but in pickleball it's like very close. You know, I, I would say how how to react and 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 the movement. Sometimes I might be staying like too back from the court and. And whereas I should stay in the kitchen, in the kitchen line. And, and because at, at times I, I, I'm thinking about, you know, whether to hit in the air or, or drop it and think again. And I mean, th- these are all like split seconds the, the decision, right? So I think I need to practice more of these and to get used to, you know, first get used to the, the pace and the choice that I make and, and able to react. I mean, and, and how I react. And I think these are more on the experience side, even though my brain knows exactly why I should do, but sometimes it's a little bit different. The feeling, I mean, because I'm not sure is it because of the racket, but I'm, because in tennis, there's strings, right? So I could, I could add like spin or slice, but then I, I, I feel like because I lack the practice and the people who's good enough in, to practice with me in Hong Kong. And so it becomes more difficult for me to, you know, go right there and then able to perform right away. And that was one of the things I was going to ask you about. It sounds like, you know, you know what you need to work on going forward, but uh, do you have the, the players nearby who can really help take you to the next level? Well, I am trying to get a lot more tennis players from Hong Kong to play pickleball and eventually they will be good players. So before I go to the U.S., I did train for a few weeks and I've, I've asked the men's 
the winner of the men's event singles tournament, a singles event in Hong Kong to train with me. So that's why I was able to play better in singles in, <laughs> when I get to the US. Yeah. So I, I did have some have some guys training me, and then I and then even if they're not at that pro level. I've asked maybe perhaps like two guys staying in front of the kitchen line, and then keep hitting hard balls to me. So I just practice my reaction. So I've, I guess these are the things that I could do. And you know, and and it, when I was in the US, I, I did find you know there's there's these like trick serves that people using. So I I I start to imitate them, and and Irina also taught me how to do it. So maybe when I go back. Like right now in Hong Kong, I could use it, and then we teach the the others as well. Well, great! It sounds like you kind of have a plan going forward. And I think in doing some research, I read maybe there was a tournament you played in Thailand, and I think not only did you play in the women's divisions, but you also played in one of the. Oh yes, I did. I did. <laughs> Irina suggested that. <laughs> Irina suggested that I when I go if I go to Thailand, you know, I should play in the man men's. Singles draw as well, so I did. It was a very interesting experience, but that was my first tournament. So I think if I were to go back and do again, redo again, I would have won some matches <laughs> against the men. <laughs> but yeah, at that time I did win like one match, I think, if I remember correctly. But I think you know the pressure is on them, right? Obviously, I don't have any pressure. For me, it's more like practicing, like returning all the balls, and it was fun. Very true. So, is pickleball bigger right now in Thailand than it is in Hong Kong? Oh, it was. It was back then. It was because I recall there were there were quite some foreigners who played pickleball in 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 Thailand. But but right now, but now since I I think obviously there's also the other uh, pickleball association in Hong Kong and with with their effort and also I you know I created that men singles. Tournament, I, I, I mean, I, there's bring more awareness to pickleball. I, there are some private clubs in Hong Kong that started to play pickleball as well. I mean, I, we did some demonstration, you know, to show people what the game and, and the private clubs now have like weekly social games, which, which is fun. I mean, it's definitely growing, and and uh, yeah, it, it will will probably expand more. <laughs> Now, you had mentioned getting more people involved who are tennis players, and I know that's your background, but are there some badminton and ping pong players who you could see, you know, moving into the game that you know of? Oh, def- definitely. Okay, I, I have some friends. Oh, I have some because as, as, a, as a former Hong Kong representative in tennis, I've no other pro athletes in other sports. So I've actually tried to get, you know, the top player the, or a former top player in like badminton or like ping pong to try but i'm it's still in progress but that was my goal you know just to let them try and I, i'm sure they will get into it very quickly because i know that in thailand there's a player who, who who used to play pro badminton as well so and she she's very good at at the, her hands and 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 yeah and so then in terms of, I mean, you're working on getting all these people involved, which is great. Anybody in your family started? started? Well, I, at, at, the, at first I brought my, my parents to play, actually. 
my because my dad was my first tennis coach so he had i know he he has ball sense <laughs> so when when he first tried he could easily pick it up but i mean my mom plays tennis too but you know for fun so we did we did play a few times but that's that's it i mean <laughs> they 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 just come and supported my tournament in in hong kong that i held but they didn't really play it ever since all right. Well, it's great to hear that uh, they're able to support you. And, you know, I know it's tough because you said you were not able to go to Utah because of the changes in the quarantine, you know, once you got back to Hong Kong. So that must have been frustrating. But, you know, I'm wondering, you know, in terms of the timing, you know, I, I bet you'd love to get back to the U.S. to play more. But I guess it's kind of an unknown right now, isn't it for you? Yes, yes. It's still unknown, right? COVID situation is, is you know interrupting my plans <laughs> but I, I hope to to go back for sh- next year hopefully if that allows or I know they they started to have some prize money tournament in, in Asia so I might try and, and see if I can can go there but then with this situation of quarantine like a number of days depends depends on the quarantine situation I mean it, it's hard because I, I do have a full-time job at the moment so I, I have to juggle between those, but I, I, I mean, I love pickleball, so I'll try my best to make it. So what is it that you're doing for the seven days in the hotel? What can you do? Well, I have a yoga mat. I have been stretching and doing some, you know, planks and high knees workout. I have, well, nothing really much. Oh, I, I'm, I'm working from home. Like, so I, I did, I still do some office work and, you know, watch TV, but that's, I mean, just relax, I guess. It's its actually a nice time for me. You know, I never get this much time off. I feel like I'm making use and relax. I mean, to take a bubble bath, for example. <laughs> well, I guess I was lucky and it was a good time to reach out to you while, you, uh, while you're in quarantine. But yeah, I feel bad that you are in quarantine. But t- tomorrow is the last day, actually. It's not too bad. Seven days is okay. That's why if 21 days, then it's, it's really bad. I heard it's like a prison. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, seven days, you can kind of look at it as, oh, you know, time to relax, a little vacation, do some stuff you wouldn't normally do. But anyways, to finish up the interview today, I want to um, always like to ask the pro players, which pickleball paddle do they use and why? Okay. First of all, I am using the brand Battle. You know, I... I started using head and then now I'm using battle. I started using head because, you know, I, I've been, always played tennis and, and hat was my sponsor and I've been playing tennis with head as well. And, and so I've, I've, I've started playing with head. Well, as, as I started, you know, there really isn't much racket to choose from because in Hong Kong, you don't really have a nice, a nice uh, sports store that's so pickleball rackets or because it's not so well known like in the States. So I happened to get some racket and then tried. And then later on, I heard about battle and then I tried and then I feel like it's the group. I mean, to me, I, well, I think a lot is a lot of it is, is about your skills, but then I, I just feel like the racket is, 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 is the, the weight of it. And when I strike the ball, I, I just like the feel of it. So that's, that's how I, I, I started using battle now. And I, I think they just have one, one paddle out now or 
do they have others to choose from? Do you know? They have others to choose from. They have they have other. I think they have a few to choose from. But there's a pro circuit line which has two colors. Mainly, it's a pink and blue and green and and pink. So, yeah, I I I've I've been using that to train the last few months. All right. Well, it was great to have you on the Pickleball Fire podcast today. And、uh, it's so great to start to you know interview the international players, which I expect I'll be doing more and more as the sport grows. So, Venice, thank you again for being on the Pickleball Fire podcast. Yep, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five star review on Apple iTunes. 